0: This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. Well, August is here, and that means the picture begins to widen. It's not just all about fishing anymore. People start thinking about hunting and getting ready for hunting, and in fact, one of the big ways people get ready for hunting is game fair. And that's this weekend and next weekend at Ramsey in Anoka County. Ron Husbett is one of the coordinators. We'll find out everything there is to know about Game Fair next. If you're fascinated by what you're hearing today, Bemidji State University might be the place for you when it comes to college. They're located amid the lakes and forests of the Northwoods, and it's the only place in Minnesota where you can earn a four-year degree in aquatic biology. It's a state-of-the-art program on the shores of Lake Bemidji, giving you high-tech lakeside facilities and ample opportunity for research and a hands-on education. You can choose fisheries biology, aquatic systems, or wetlands ecology. An aquatic biology education at Minnesota's premier Northwoods University. It's the right fit for you. Visit
1: BemidjiState.edu. This is Toby Cavalli of Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Welcome to Bunyan Country.
0: Well, we're kind of getting into that time where the diversity of topics starts to widen. Um, it's been primarily fishing most of the summer, but now things are starting to happen as we're into August. And One of those things is Game Fair, and we're talking to Ron Huskvett. He's one of the coordinators of Game Fair. Ron, welcome back to the show.
1: Great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, this is one of the first big things uh, that that takes place you know, that kind of steers away from just fishing. Um, we're getting towards hunting season, bear baiting season, and so Game Fair uh, is coming.
1: Yeah, it's one of the signs of fall. When when, when Game Fair is here, you know it's uh, soon to be the fall hunting season.
0: So for those who aren't familiar, it's been around a long time. This is its 41st year. Uh, what exactly is Game Fair?
1: Uh, Game Fair is a... Basically, it's an outdoors festival, and it's made for the whole family. There's something for everybody out here to see and enjoy, including your family dog. We've got tons of vendors from around the country that uh, have, you know, the latest and greatest in all your outdoor gear and products. We have uh, seminar speakers, so national experts um, with any subject from dog training to uh, hunting advice waterfowling and upland uh, we've got some we've got some fishing folks uh, some folks about handgun instruction. Uh, there's a wide variety of seminar speakers uh, there's a ton of events for people to participate in if they would like to so we've got lots of the doggy events to take part in we have uh, shotgun shooting events folks can bring their shotgun case of course uh, they can bring their bow uh, and participate in that as well. There's uh, archery events, and uh, there's just, we have trick shooting as well. So there's just there's a lot to see and do. Lots of great kids events, and it's all right here on 80 acres down in uh, Anoka County, Ramsey, Minnesota, right off of Highway 10.
0: About how many people come and and visit Game Fair every year?
1: Yeah, we get about 50,000 people through the gates over the six days, and we're open nine to five, rain or shine. So obviously, you know, uh, weather weather dependent. But I tell you, even if it's a a rainy day, we've got lots of people out here. You know, folks outdoors people like the outdoors, <laughs> whether whether it's a rainy day or a perfect sunny day like we're dealing with right now. No, and we get about four thousand dogs that come through the gates every day. So oh wow, lots of dogs as well. So it starts Not every day, for the whole event
0: and it starts it, it does it just run weekends or does it run the whole gamut once it gets rolling
1: it is both weekends august 12 13 14 and then we pick up again august 19 2021
0: 20, okay and again ramsey just off highway 10 in anoka county um, I, I talked to a few people last year that were there that um, that are trick, trick shooters and uh, and competitive shooters um, I'm assuming they're going to be back again this year? Yeah,
1: so we've got Travis Mears, who is a trick shooter who's been out here uh, for a couple of years in a row now. Uh, and he puts on a fantastic show. People love to come and see Travis. Uh, do magic with a shotgun is a phrase I like to use. He does things with a shotgun that, that uh, the rest of us only wish <laughs> we could be able to pull off. And maybe not to get to the same quality as Travis's, but Nora Ross. Who is a trap shooter extraordinaire? She has got more titles and honors to her name. She does trap shooting uh, instruction all across the country. She's in very high demand, but she is always here for both, every day, both weekends of game fair. She does a, a seminar that is free, and you know that's you're not going to find that <laughs> <laughs> anywhere. So Nora Ross does a fantastic job with her trap shooting. Not just trap shooting, you know, it's it's shotgun shooting instruction. It's going to make you better at whatever you do, uh, especially in the field. So her seminar is definitely worth taking in if you want to learn how to be a a better shooter.
0: So um, is there a fee to get in? Yeah, there's a couple different
1: fee structures. So if if folks go to GameFair.com, they can see the admission prices. you know, kids, seniors. There's a military discounts, um, and on Fridays, those are our family days. And folks who uh, paying adults get to bring kids for free with them. Oh, so okay. If you're looking, if you're looking to save some money, those Fridays, and you're bringing the family, Fridays are the, the best deal in town because those kids are free.
0: Now, when you when you go to Game Fair, if you want to go to see Nora or you want to go see um, Travis, is that an additional fee or is that part of your overall?
1: No, once you are in, all the seminars are free. Um, like the doggy games, it's a dollar uh, for a ticket to do that. And there's a couple, like if you're doing the trap shooting, there's a fee with that. Um, some of the kids' events are free. Some of them have a small cost. Uh, and then, of course, food. Uh, there's lots of different food varieties down here, so obviously you need to bring money for that. But I tell you, once you get in the gate, you can see and do a whole bunch without too much extra pocket money.
0: Um, so what are the hours for the weekend?
1: Yeah, 9 a.m. is when gates open every single day, and 5 p.m. is when we shut her down. And uh, the... The trick, there's tr- two trick shooting those in there. day. Travis does a, a show in the middle of the day, and then he does one right at 4.30. And so, it's kind of convenient to, to watch that trick shooting show on your way out. Catch that. We have uh, the local Lions Club does a shuttle bus from a nearby park named Lorelei Delaney, one of our founders named after her. Uh, they do shuttle bus there, drops right off at the gate. But a lot of the neighbors also do parking right in their yards. And those costs are anywhere from 3 bucks to $10. That's, at least that's what they've been in the past. I have no idea what they're going <laughs> to charge this year, but uh, those, those prices have been pretty solid for well, at least the last, like I don't know, 15 years I've been out here.
0: Game Fair kicks off this Friday in Ramsey. Ron Hustbett is one of the Game Fair coordinators. We've got a lot more to cover with Ron next. This is Mandy here, doing
1: my part to keep Kev Jackson's ratings up on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors.
0: I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Paul Bunyan Country. One of the Game Fair coordinators, Ron Hustbett, is my guest today. This fair kicks off Friday at Ramsey in Anoka County. So what seems to be the most popular thing people are into when they go to Game Fair?
1: Oh, boy, that's that is a great question. And I wish I could, If I could answer that question perfectly, maybe we'd have even more folks. Sorry, <laughs> but there's, you know, there's some folks who are diehard hard. Waterfallers who want to come and see the waterfall vendors talk to the, you know, like there's a lot of different call makers out here and it's not like, um, somebody who just sells it. It's the maker that you're talking to, you know, the person, whoever makes it, we've got folks that are local. We've got folks from East coast, West coast. And so if you want to talk to the experts, if you want to talk to people who actually design and make these products You know, a lot of these companies are small companies, and they're out here themselves. And so you can get lots of questions answered. You can learn a ton. There's a lot of people who come for that because they want to, you know, they want to go to a couple seminars and hear from the experts. They want to go to the vendors and hear from the experts. But there's a lot of folks who bring the family. And, you know, my kids uh, have been coming here since they were, you know, babies. And they love coming to see the dog events. They love watching the dogs jump off the dock. They love the agility course dogs. There's uh, two agility dog shows every single day. They love seeing the trick shooters, whoever those happen to be over the years. Um, They love that show. And then they like to to do some of those kids' events. And so, you know, it kind of depends on what your cup of tea is, what you like to do. And a lot of folks, I mean, obviously, if you enjoy hunting or working with dogs, there's going to be more than enough stuff here, but I just had a message from somebody on social media today say, we we don't hunt, and we love to come out there because there's such a variety of things to see and do. It's gorgeous grounds. These 80 acres are just full of, you know, beautiful oak trees, and there's lots of uh, things to see and do and plenty of food, so... There's a little bit of something for everything, it feels like.
0: How long have you been involved with Game Fair, and how did you get involved?
1: Um, That's a good question. I think I've been around here for at least 15 years. I have been work for, I write for Outdoor News, and I've been doing that for 25 years, and so I've been out here technically for 25 years, okay. um, you know, doing stories about people who are here, doing profiles, and one year Chuck asked if I wanted to, to help out and, and work the fair and uh, everything worked out he was pretty happy with everything I was able to do and have become kind of his right hand man here over the last 15 years kind of taking care of a little bit of everything <laughs> 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 something to get done uh, and you know I do the social media so our folks um, want to see what's going on they can definitely follow us we're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and so people can see plenty of pictures um, kind of are getting going with some other social media things, but definitely those three mainstays. People will, will see regular updates. We also do some free ticket drawings there as well. So that's uh, worth, worth the while checking out.
0: Okay. You know, it's really funny how, you know, a guy gets an idea and maybe has some land. So he says, well, let's see what happens. And then 41 years later, you're drawing 15,000, 60,000 people a year.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> so Chuck and Morley were in the show, the sports show business going back
0: to the 50s. Oh, wow, okay.
1: And uh, when, he, when he sort of retired and sold the shows that he owned, he owned, he owned the Chicago show, the L.A. show, he owned a ton of shows. But it was a good time to sell in the end of the 70s, and they went to England in 1980, and there's a thing there called the Game Fair. It was celebrating its 25th year when they went, and walking around there, seeing everything that was going on, all the events and the dog things, they said, "Yeah, we we could do this on our our property. We could do this ourselves." And so, they spent a the year getting it organized, getting vendors. And uh, that first year, they did it on the Labor Day weekend in 1982. Seventeen vendors, couple thousand people showed up. And now here we are, 41 years later. For the for as many years as I've been on here, they've had at least 250 to 300 vendors. And you know, you count the number of people in the tens of thousands now. So wow. Uh, it's a fantastic story of how Game Fair came to be and how it continues to be.
0: Crazy. Absolutely crazy. We'll talk a little bit about um, about uh, what you've been writing about this summer, Ron, uh, in the Outdoor News. What have you been uh, following and what, what have you been doing?
1: Yeah, well, I'm actually uh, working on a piece right now about the 41st anniversary and how um, Chuck Delaney, who's a... The, the owner, the master of ceremonies, the guy who makes it all happen. Um, he's a very humble guy, but Game Fair has helped raise a ton of money for conservation. You know, all the major conservation groups in Minnesota are here, and most of them have been here since the start, and they come here because of how many people it brings to them. Um, that's that's the story that I'm doing, because we're going to do a little honor for Chuck. He doesn't know that yet. <laughs> so okay. If he's listening, he'll he'll. The beans are just got spilled now, but <laughs> um, it, it's been phenomenal what that what that's meant for the uh, conservation in Minnesota. I uh, just did a piece about Jerry Havel, who is uh, up and uh, he's got the uh, grouse and the Pine Ridge. What is it called? Pine Ridge Grouse Camp, your neck of the woods, actually. Okay, he's up there to start. He'll be out here the first weekend, so I did a profile. Uh, about him and what he can, good stuff. He, he'll be doing a seminar about grouse hunting and woodcock hunting. So it was fun to talk to him. Otherwise, like you said at the top of the show there, it's been all about fishing. Uh, done a couple boundary waters trips. So wrote about that and explore the upper peninsula of Michigan. Do some fishing and poking around up there. So it's just, oh, it's been, a, it's been a great summer great fishing, and you blink your eyes and it's over. I know. <laughs> so getting ready for the fall now.
0: It has been a, a great summer as far as fishing goes. I'm curious as to your thoughts uh, on the UP, uh, how it stacks up against Minnesota, how it's similar, how it's different.
1: Yeah, well, it's one of, you, could, uh, you could take yourself on a forest service road, you know, in the Chippewa Forest, and all of a sudden transform somebody into the Ottawa National Forest and the UP there, and uh, a person wouldn't know the difference. Uh, they would think they're maybe on the same darn path. It's, it's a lot alike in many respects, a lot of similarities, but um, theres I'd say there's not as many people in, in a lot of places in the UP. There's a lot of places we go that you just don't see anybody at all, and there's a lot more trout waters over there, than there are in you know northern minnesota at least you know the central part so there's there's that respect if you like chasing trout there's definitely plenty of of blue ribbon waters in the up over there but otherwise it's no different you're walking the path and you're kicking up grouse as you go and you know there's lots of fishing there's lots of little lakes that are loaded with uh, with bass of course um and bluegills and crappies and, you know, a couple of them have some monster pike haunting the <laughs> the depths. So it's it's a whole lot of, just like northern Minnesota, just a little bit different and maybe a little less a little less busy.
0: He's one of the coordinators of Game Fair as well as a writer for Outdoor News, Ron Hustvet, and we'll continue talking fishing with Ron next.
1: I'm Mike Frisch of Fishing the Midwest, and I'm proud to help Kev Jackson sound smart on Paul Bunyan Country
0: Outdoors. Hi, I'm Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. I'd like to invite you to drop a line in one of the 400 lakes in the Bemidji area. We have 160 miles of biking trails, forest trails, campsites. You can even get your picture with Paul Bunyan and Babe is Blue Ox. And when your adventures are done, we have some of the best eateries that Minnesota has to offer. Plus, much, much more. And don't forget to check us out at the Minnesota State Fair in the Education Building. Bemidji, one step further. I'm Chuck Hasse, a Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country. We've been discussing game fair with one of the coordinators, Ron Huspit, but Ron is also an outdoor writer for Outdoor News and loves to fish. And that's the topic we were discussing when we went to break. What would you say is your home water? What do you anchor to?
1: Uh, well, my folks were teachers, lifelong teachers out in Minneapolis, and they happen to get. Lucky to, to make a purchase, a piece of property up on Upper Gull Lake back in the 80s when it was more affordable a <laughs> place on Gull Lake. And so that's been in the family since the 80s. And so uh, Gull Lake is, is what I would say is my, my home water. Constantly, you know, as much as possible, I'm up there visiting and going out fishing up there. But I don't know. I love the Boundary Waters too. Lake Saganaga, that's a that's also a home Home water, uh, up in the Boundary Waters, there. I always love to get out on SAG at least once a year, if possible. And then you know, living down here in the cities, there's a there's a wide variety of lakes to choose from. But I like fishing the Mississippi River as well, that's uh, you might you might have a lot of traffic going by it, but there's hardly anybody else out there in the water with you. And you know, like down here in the Elk River and OK area, it is some of the best smallmouth fishing you're gonna find anywhere. So. I'm letting all the secrets
0: out. <laughs> yeah, well, you know it's it's really interesting because you know obviously there's not a lot of river fishing up here. It's a pretty narrow stretch of the Mississippi and the Bemidji area, but you get down to yeah. Brainerd, it starts to become a thing, you oh, yeah. know, and that, that, that plate south, it's uh, the the Mississippi River is a very legitimate uh, fishery.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, it's not, you'll, you go out fishing in the Mississippi around here and you're going to catch several smallmouth bass in the 20-inch plus, plus. and it's river fishing, so you're going to catch catfish, you're going to catch pike, you're going to catch walleye, you're going to catch some of the, the rough fish species that they put up just as good of a fight. And river fish, they always have a little bit more of a, a meatier pull because they're always dealing with that current than those those lazier lake fish. <laughs> So yeah, just hanging out, <laughs>
0: just sitting in the weeds. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: just chilling and waiting for the food to come by. Of course, the river fish they wait for the food to come by, but they're constantly having to to stay stay moving with that current. So,
0: so what's what's your favorite fish to go for?
1: Whatever's biting. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I, you know, it depends. I that's a different answer on a different day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've been into musky fishing and then I get cold on that and I get into walleye fishing and then I'm like, all right, it's time to go to bass. And then sometimes, you know, you, what I always say though is if, if you, uh, if you ever get too bored just catching bluegill off a dock, it's time to put the fishing stuff away. Yeah. No matter what, that's always a blast.
0: So uh, outdoor news, do they still, uh, do they still publish a, a paper edition?
1: You got it, yep. Once a week, every okay. week, uh, all 52 weeks of the year. And uh, they're all out here as well. Right when you walk into the Game Fair gates, you'll find the Outdoor News booth. And there's a, a show program in there as well. And I should have mentioned that earlier. It's got all the seminar times and locations. It's got a map. It has a list of exhibitors that are out here. Um, if, you, if you get the Outdoor News, you'll see... Most of that information in, in the latest print edition. But just in case you don't bring it with you, the latest one is here for free. Uh, obviously, if a person's a, a subscriber or wants to start subscribing, they can do that. But the papers are here for free, and it's got tons of information in there. And they also have a really great... Both of my kids are captains in their junior pro team. And you can sign up for that. That's also free, but okay. uh, it's a, it's a great promoting youth in the outdoors and that's that's something that's our news believes in strongly. That's something that obviously Game Fair is very big into is to getting kids outdoors. So I can't stress enough how much this is a a family family fun event and there's you know, kids of all ages, including adults, will have plenty to see and do out here at Game Fair.
0: All right, let's uh yeah, let's remind people one more time the uh, dates, times and location of Game Fair uh twenty twenty two.
1: Yeah, Uh, if you go to GameFair.com, you can find everything you're going to need, but come on down here to Anoka County, Ramsey, Minnesota, right off of Highway 10, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., the days of August 12, 13, 14, and then again on August 19th, 20th, and the 21st. And both weekends come as many times as you want. Bring the dog leashed. Uh, There's a dog registration. It's free. But there's a form that we ask people to fill out before they come in. There's tons of forms right at the the gates there. But uh, a lot of people like to download and print it at home and have it with them when they get here. So that's on the website as well under dog registration. Um, Otherwise, yeah.
0: And pretty much any aspect of the outdoors is covered at Game Fair.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if you love the outdoors or want to get into the outdoors, this is a great place to come.
0: All right, again, it starts this Friday, runs Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Next week, it's Game Fair. Ron Hustvet joining me. He's one of the coordinators over there. Ron, thanks for the time today. Appreciate it.
1: Always fun to talk. I appreciate it again. Thank you much.
0: We'll be casting a line once again tomorrow as we get back into fishing talk. We've got some great guests coming up this week, but that'll do it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for joining me. bye Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.